Now time for the Locker Room Show, brought to you by Schaefer Dan Huff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Norwalk and Huron Heating and Air, Firelands Federal Credit Union, Smiley Automotive, Bellevue Hospital, Baldev's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering, Domino's Pizza, and Westside Sunoco on the Sports Voice of the Firelands, 95.3 WLKR. Good morning. Welcome to the Locker Room Show. It's 9.02 on this September the 3rd. I'm Josh Bowman along with the Captain Chris Morgan here in studio. Welcome to the program. 75 degrees outside right now and uh, we're going to get things started here. Uh, just going to get right into the show. How about that, Chris? Sounds good to me. <laughs> going to talk week three in high school football and one of the winners last night were the Bellevue Redmen. As they defeated Shelby on the road 24 to 9 with us right now, Bellevue head coach Ed Nassani. Good morning, Ed. How you doing? Hey, good morning. How you guys doing? Doing well here. And, uh, you got to be feeling pretty good about your team after last night, Ed. Uh, tell us about the performance, <clears throat> excuse me, of Jax Lapata last night, just, uh, all over the place. Well, Jax is an outstanding athlete and he's, he, he's a, a kid that uh, re- really well read on the, the football program and what we expect out of him. And, um, he, he's a, uh, hard nosed competitor and he's been with us up with the varsity for three years and, uh, he's done a great job for us on both sides of the ball. And, you know, not very often at Bellevue do you have your starting quarterback play Mike linebacker and he did that too for us. So, he was all over the field. As we started out this season, he was uh, our number one tailback. And, of course, with Deegan Horn nursing a hamstring, as he's been for the last uh, four weeks, um, Jack's kind of stepped into that quarterback role and, and really has done a nice job for us. And, uh, Coach, uh, last night, too, that first game over in the new stadium against Shelby – how did it feel to be the road team in that atmosphere and uh, kind of spoil the grand opening of that new stadium last night? Well, you know, I mean, it was it was a really nice environment. They, it's a really nice setting down there. They they really have done a great job with that that facility. And you know, after many years of playing, you know, uh, down at Skiles Field. Um, it was it was really nice, and and I have to say, over the years, 
you know, we've, we've all enjoyed playing down there when you look at the tradition and the history that, uh, you had down there at Skiles Field. You know, I, I remember back in the day when Bill Wilkins coached and Lowell Schaefer was the coach for Bellevue. And I was at a lot of those games in the, in the sixties and played in the games in the seventies. And, you know, my dad played on that field. My father-in-law played on that field. My cousins, my, my brother, it was all, you know, and, uh, but you know what? It was time, and uh, they have a really nice field down there. And uh, you know, although we enjoyed the atmosphere, you know, we went. Our our mindset is, it, you know, it's a business trip, and you know, we don't care if we're going to play in a cornfield or in a parking lot. We, we got a job to do, and that was our mindset going down there last night. Oh yeah, Bellevue head coach Ed Nassani with us here on the locker room show, and. Uh, yeah, kind of like an old uh, NOL matchup, right, uh, with uh, Shelby. Uh, playing teams like Shelby, I know you played uh, Canfield, I believe, earlier on, uh, playing some big teams. Uh, uh, I'm sure uh, uh, you know that it gets you ready for, uh, you know, uh, conference play. I know you got well, Edison yeah, you know, coming mean, up. We, we played Youngstown, Canfield, and they're, they're a Division three power. They have had an outstanding, we're in the Final Four last year, and they have an outstanding football program but you know the the thing is you know you 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 get tangled up with with those kind of teams and you know you you know where you're at and you know where your weaknesses are because because they're going to exploit you but on the on the downside of that of that is you know your kids play hard and you come out of there beat up so you know we 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 were a little beat up going into last night's game but you know i was proud of the way our our kids fought and we were able to, to to get the job done so, Coach, outside of Lapata from last night, uh, who else has really stood out through the first three weeks of the season, and and uh, what do you really think of where your team is at so far early on? Well, we've we've had a number of young kids that have stepped up. I mean, we we're inexperienced, even though some of our kids that are playing are seniors. They're inexperienced because we lost eight and nine starters from both sides of the ball last year. But um, you know, you, you take a look at a kid like Dylan Barger that plays both sides of the ball for us. He he had some nice hits last night. Um, Matt Stover's done a great job in the secondary for us. Uh, Carter Roofing, um, as a, as a tackle, has has stood out in as as a defensive end, uh, along with Kubak on that offensive line. So we have some guys that are getting experience. Um, you know, Brody Horn came in at tailback, started at tailback for us. He did a nice job running the ball and also. Uh, lead blocking for a quarterback. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna be a quarterback in our system, you're you're gonna carry the ball. That's just the way it is, and we have to have a, a, a running back that can get that done. So, so he had a nice game last night too. So, uh, overall, I thought our kids put it together. They they we we left a couple touchdowns out on the table early. Got down there, and we ended up coming up about six inches short on one drive. So, but. We, we stayed the course and finished out 48 minutes, and, you know, it was a nice bus ride home. And, Ed, before I let you go, uh, talk about your matchup next week with Edison. Well, you know, uh, they run the triple option. they got a quarterback. When, when you have a, a, a triple option as your offense, your quarterback has to, has to get the job done for you. So um, I haven't watched a whole lot of tape on this year. We, did, we have broke down tape from last year. Um, played them twice last year. So we're going to have to do a good job containing that. 
and getting after it on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, they run out odd front. Um, they're a solid football program, and they got off to a good start here, so I'm sure it's going to be a, a worthy opponent for us. All right, Ed, thanks for giving us a few minutes on this Saturday morning. Appreciate it, and best of luck to you and your team uh, the rest of the way, okay? Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Nice talking to you. All right, Ed Nassani there, a legendary coach for the Bellevue Redmen. They got it done last night again at Shelby, 24-9, improving to 2-1 and on the season, and you know, uh, revenge is kind of on the mind of uh, Bellevue and Edison next week, right, Chris? Oh, yeah. Coming off that playoff upset last year in the opening round, of course, Bellevue was the one seed getting beat at home by the Edison Chargers. I'm sure going into the week and throughout practice, uh, Coach Nasani is going to kind of remind the guys, like, last year is last year. This is an entirely different season. Got to focus in on that. But in the back of his mind, you know he's got to be thinking – you got to get a little revenge for that early playoff exit. <laughs> Let me tell you about, uh, we talked about Jack Slapata. Listen to the night that he had. 39 rushes, 236 yards, ran for two touchdowns, threw a touchdown, caught a touchdown, and also defensively, uh, where's his numbers here? I saw him here. Where did they go? Uh, they're gone. Oh, there it is. Uh, eight tackles and an interception. My goodness. <laughs> and he drove the bus, I'm sure. <laughs> Called the plays. He did yeah. everything. Uh, or, ordered the post-game meal. Right. You know, whatever. It's but, like, Coach, you take the night off. I got this. We're, we're just going to run the same play 25 times. Should have asked Ed for uh, Lapata's number to call him, right? <laughs> right, no kidding. <laughs> what a night for him, though. Uh, crazy. 24-9, to Bellevue beating Shelby last night. Whole lot of red over there last night between Shelby and Bellevue. No uh, kidding. Let's go ahead and look at the scores from last night. Talk about those a little bit. Uh, Chris, you, your game was a really good one. Margareta winning at Monroeville 28-21 on WLKR 92.9 WLKR Classic. Also, uh, St. Paul on 95-3. They defeated Tiffin Calvert 33-6. And over on K96 last night, it was Edison over Western Reserve 28-7. Chris, uh, your thoughts from last night with uh, Margareta going to 3-0? and uh, Well, I'll tell you what. I would have to see when the last time is that Margareta started a season 3-0, and but right now it is just an absolutely amazing turnaround already under uh, Gary Quizno over there uh, in Castalia. But, you know, last night uh, Monroeville actually had a pretty decent lead, a 21-6 at one point with about four minutes left in the second quarter. But then... You have that safety with the snap going over the puncher's head through the back of the end zone uh, right before halftime. Margareta goes right down the field in a couple of plays to get a score back up on the board offensively after the free kick. And it was kind of like at that point Margareta really settled in and uh, was uh, getting back in the driver's seat of that game against the Monroeville Eagles. They were really sloppy early on, but uh, they were able to stay the course and uh, Coach Quizno kept things calm over there for the most part and uh, got the guys that believe in it again and got a comeback victory and were able to hold off the Eagles at the end. But my goodness, Margareta right now, they might have something special cooking over there uh, with this season. 3-0 and already, and uh, they've got a very winnable game against Ottawa Hills coming up for Week 4. Then the real test with Hopewell Loudon at home in Week 5. It's going to be interesting. They could be going into that one 4-0. and if they go 5-0 and after that Hopewell-Loudon matchup, watch out for the Polar Bears. <laughs> there you go. 
uh, last night. Again, Margareta 28-21 over Monroeville. Uh, my thoughts on the St. Paul win last night. Uh, Tiffin Calvert hung around for about a half in that ball game, but they really were able to uh, just contain the, the running backs for Tiffin Calvert. Uh, Rombach and a Warnament uh, were able to just keep them in check and not really uh, let them get out and bust big plays and uh, uh, held down the quarterback Harry Schultz pretty good last night too. Uh, the defense played well and then it was St. Paul football uh, uh, ground and pound and uh, Quincy Krabs and uh, Ben Berger had a nice games uh, each scoring touchdowns each running for around 150 to 200 yards last night. Just a great overall night. Uh, the quarterback uh, Coonley played very well last night too for St. Paul and uh uh, St. Paul was not your typical 0-2 team heading into that game last night. Of course, they, they took on uh, some big teams coming into that one, you know, uh, definitely uh, w- with Huron for one of those teams. You put them on your schedule, look out, right? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> My goodness. So, yeah, for uh, St. Paul, uh, they improved to 1-2. and two. Uh, They will be at South Central next week. We'll have that on 92.9. So uh, stay tuned for that, folks. Uh there you go, St. Paul, a winner last night. And then we'll uh, talk to Coach Jim Hall of the Edison Chargers, who picked up a win at home last night over Western Reserve. He'll talk about that victory. Mark Lane will also talk about that victory, too, last night. A very emotional night at uh, Charger Stadium last night in Milan. Uh, not only do you have the Melon Festival in town going on, it was food truck night Oh boy! over there. Uh, just the food trucks open last night from 6 to 10. That's enough to make me emotional. <laughs> and then you had uh, the football game and then uh, the Max Sobiak uh, jersey retirement ceremony last night, too. We'll ask uh, Coach Jim Hall all about that. Coming up, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk Buckeye football, though. How about that? Braden Moles from the Buckeye Sports Bulletin, one of their top staff writers. He'll break down the Buckeyes and the Irish tonight. Can you believe it's here? Thank goodness, finally. (laughs) And we'll talk to him right after this here on The Locker Room Show. Stay with us. Westside Sunoco, located on West Main Street in Norwalk, is proud to provide you with quality Sunoco fuel and proud to serve your community. Whether you need to fill your tank up or fill your belly with a cup of coffee, energy drink, or snack to get you through the day, it's safe to say Westside Sunoco has you covered. Westside Sunoco is a proud supporter of all local athletes. Congratulations to the parents, coaches, and of course the student athletes for your success. Everyone from Westside Sunoco will be cheering you on. If your home is too hot in the summer or too cold in the winter, or maybe your heating and cooling bill is way too high, it's probably time for a new heating and cooling unit for your home. In Huron County, call the folks at Norwalk Heating and Air. And in Erie County, call Huron Heating and Air. Norwalk Heating and Air and Huron Heating and Air are your hometown York dealerships. York Heating and Air conditioning units deliver you the perfect temperature efficiently and energy savings for your home. Call Norwalk Heating and Air or Huron Heating and Air for a free estimate today. Domino's carryout deal means you can carry out three topping pizzas for $7.99 each when you order online. That's right, $7.99 each every day. Just in case there's any confusion, we've set up a helpful website to confirm if today's a day you can carry out three topping pizzas for $7.99 each at Domino's. Just go to HowAboutToday.com to find out if Domino's online carryout deal is valid today. Spoiler alert, it is. Carry out only and online only. Select this offer. Charges may vary. Excludes XL and specialty pizzas. Crust availability varies by size. Local store may charge extra for toppings and sauces. Voting can change our world. 
It can shape my neighborhood. Voting is about our future. Voting matters. But I can't vote. Nope, neither can I. I'm too young. Same. So to all the grown-ups, it's up to you. Our future depends on it. Register to vote. Get registered. We need you. Visit VoteOhio.gov to register online for the November 8th election. Sponsored by Ohio Secretary of State Franklin Rose. Aired by the OAB and this station. It's Kelly Rose for your midday show on 95.3 WLKR. Join me on Tuesday for your chance to win with Name That Lyric at 1120. Tune in after your local and national news at noon for your Soundtrack Tuesday lunch block of music. Get your requests in for your favorite music from movies and television to krose at wlkrradio.com. At 1250, here's some positive news with good news for people who love bad news brought to you by Be Strong Uniforms. And listen to our Fireland's local music spot podcasts where you like to get your podcasts. I'm Kelly Rose on 95.3. Stroud gets the snap out of the gun, back to pass, looks and floats that one on the left side, wide open, Henderson, and Henderson takes it into the end zone, Travion Henderson with a touchdown on a 26-yard pass play from C.J. Stroud. This is the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels. Ohio State opens the season Saturday, September 3rd against Notre Dame. We'll be on the air with the AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show beginning at 6 p.m. here on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Buckeye football lives on 95.3 WLKR. You're listening to The Locker Room Show on 95.3, presented by Schaefer Danhoff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. Welcome on back, folks, to The Locker Room Show. It is 918. Josh Bowman here alongside the captain, Chris Morgan, two of the biggest Buckeye fans I know, me and you. Oh, yes. (laughs) For sure. Uh, getting ready for the big night in the shoe in Columbus. The stage is set. Notre Dame coming to town tonight. Uh, Notre Dame and Ohio State, 7.30 kickoff right here on 95.3 tonight. 6 o'clock for pregame coverage with the guys you heard just in that uh, little commercial there a minute ago, Paul Keels and company. But with us right now from the Buckeye Sports Bulletin in Columbus, we have uh, Braden Moles with us, and he's a staff writer there. And I uh, want to welcome you to the program, uh, to the Norwalk area. Braden, how you doing? I'm doing great, guys. How, how could I not be? College football is back on our screens tonight. Yeah, no, no kid, right? Uh, th- th- we had a, just a taste of it last weekend, a few games. Then Thursday night, uh, a lot of games, some games last night. Then it gets into full swing here today. And before we, uh, Braden get into, uh, you know, the Buckeyes and the Irish, how about the news about the college football playoff and the expansion of that? What, what, what's your thoughts on, you know, that, you know, expanding to 12 teams and getting some first round home playoff games? Uh, what, what do you think about that? You know, I think it was kind of an inevitability. You know, it seemed this system was not was just not built to last with, you know, the controversy that's been happening over the last few years with all of this. So it just kind of seemed like, you know, it was probably going to move to eight teams and then probably to 12. So it seems like they're just uh, saving everybody some time with uh, just moving straight to 12 teams. I do find it interesting, though, because back in uh, February, Gene Smith spoke to the media about uh, the possibility of the playoffs expanding. And he actually said that he would be open to hosting a playoff game for Ohio State in Lucas Oil Stadium. So, you know, it's funny, even if they were to expand to 12 games, it's not a guarantee that uh, Ohio Stadium would even host a game because he, he seemed entirely open to having that uh, contest in Lucas Oil Stadium, just, you know, with that being a, 
probably a December matchup. You know, the, how the weather might be. He, he thought that it might be uh, a little more prudent for Ohio State to play at this uh, home away from home at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. But like I say, at the end of the day, it, it just kind of seemed like this was going to happen. You know, whether or not people wanted it, so I, I think it's just about time they uh, got it over with. Yeah, and I, I like the idea of having a home playoff game in like December in Columbus. Maybe uh, Ohio State taking on a West Coast team or a team from the South or something like that. Having them have to come into Columbus with snow and twenty degrees outside sounds like fun to me. <laughs> but I'm not playing it, obviously. I'd say you, you think that would give them the advantage, but uh, you know, Gene Smith seemed uh, pretty steadfast about wanting to maybe do that at Lucas Oil Stadium. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Now, I will say I am kind of surprised that they went straight to 12 teams. I thought they would settle in at the 6-8 to eight range at first, but it'll be interesting to see how that kind of develops. We've seen most of the controversy going from 1 through 6 for the team rankings going into the final week for the regular season and getting ready for the playoffs. How do you think going to 12 teams is really going to make things that much different? But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not sure any expansion is ever going to have much of an impact on the final results at the end of the season. You know, you are always going to be looking at probably, you know, Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, those types of teams that are going to ultimately make it to the, you know, the finals, the championship game, wherever that may end up being. But I think it will result in probably some more interesting semifinal and quarterfinal matches because, you know, we've had very few seasons over the last few years where we've had, you know, good games in both the semifinals and the championship game. So I think this provides a little more of an opportunity to have some kind of fun and different matchups, you know, in those early stages, as well as giving, you know, some teams that might not traditionally get the chance to host those types of games, you know, giving them a chance to get those on their on their home fields. So. Talking with Braden Moles here from the Buckeye Sports Bulletin, of course, Ohio State entertaining Notre Dame tonight at the Horseshoe, and uh should be a, a raucous atmosphere tonight at the shoe for sure. And, uh, you know, Ohio State uh, in these big games, they've, they've, uh, prevailed, uh, pretty well in a lot of these big games. Uh, I guess, uh, no bigger atmosphere, may, maybe Michigan. That's about it in terms of uh, atmosphere, unless Alabama would ever come to town or something like that. And forget that, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's talk about, uh, just the atmosphere tonight. It, it should be something special tonight. Yeah, it, 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 like you said, it really is going to be a special uh, atmosphere tonight. You know, it's, it's going to be a sold-out game, 7.30 kickoff at prime time. And, you know, this is this is a fact that I've learned in the last couple of weeks. This is the first time that Ohio State has ever opened its season with a top-five matchup, with obviously Ohio State coming in at number two and Notre Dame at number five. So, you know, I, I think the stars are aligning for this to be kind of a historic matchup, um, you know, in the 100, you know, Ohio State is celebrating its 100th anniversary this year. And, you know, this might go down as one of the all-timers at Ohio Stadium. Now, I don't know if the game itself is going to necessarily uh, be the great, you know, the 17-point spread. I, I think it's, it's fairly accurate. But, you know, in terms of the historic value of this game, I, I think it could it could be an awesome, awesome atmosphere tonight. Yeah, do you think that spread is uh, pretty accurate? Or what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, you, you know, I wrote it on our uh, staff predictions at BuckeyeSports.com. I had the final at about 41-24. to 24, So, it, you know, it, I know the spread opened up a while back at about 14 points, and it had since moved to 17 points. And, you know, I, I just find it difficult to see how Notre Dame stops Ohio State's offense. You have C.J. Stroud, Travion Henderson, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. You know, they're, they're all going to get it done. I, you know, I, I don't envy Marcus Freeman and defensive coordinator Al Golden trying to 
figure out how to defend Ohio State's offense, <laughs> offense, which, you know, it just seems like any time you take a guy away, there's two more behind them that uh, can come in and hurt you. So, yeah, I, you know, I and with Notre Dame's offense, they have a lot of questions there. They have a new quarterback that's going to be starting. You know, they're kind of hurt in their receiving game. Um, you know, Michael Mayer, their tight end, is really good, but, you know, one guy can't do it all on his own. So, you know, I, I, I think the, the spread is about accurate, in, in my opinion. And, of course, tonight we're going to get our real first look at that new new and improved, hopefully, defense under the direction of Jim Knowles. Uh, what have you been kind of seeing from them as uh, practice has unfolded and uh, getting ready for that opening game with the uh, defense? Hopefully going to get back to at least where Jim Knowles hopes to be a top-five defense this year. Absolutely. And, you know, I think the biggest thing I've noticed from them, like you said with that quote from Jim Knowles, you know, they just seem like a confident group. Now, it's not to say it's ever bad for a team to be confident, even if they you know, don't think they're going to be very good. But, you know, it, it really does seem like they are confident in what they're going to be putting on the field this year. You know, I'm, I'm looking for them to, you know, fix a lot of the mistakes from last year. You know, just the rotations, you know, kind of being out of position. I mean, that was a big problem last year, especially in those games against uh, Oregon and Michigan. So I, I think Jim Knowles is kind of coming in as the head coach of the defense here. And I, I think he's going to be able to make a lot of positive changes. Um, on that end, and his kind of safety-driven defense. Braden Moles here with us for the Buckeye Sports Bulletin in Columbus. And, uh, yeah, uh, you know, the Buckeyes and Irish here tonight. Uh, uh, let's uh, let's narrow it down here to a few keys. What, what do you think the keys are for Ohio State to get it done tonight? You know, I think some of the biggest keys, or I guess you matchups you could call them, you know, I, th- I think the biggest one for Ohio State is going to be, you know, it, it, it'll come down to whether or not their offense I think they will, but a big part of that will be whether or not they can stop Notre Dame's defensive line. I mean, they have a lot of great defender, you know, defensive end Isaiah Foskey, who, you know, Ryan Day called earlier this week, probably a future NFL first-rounder, and I would agree with his assessment, absolutely. Um, he'll be going up against DeJuan Jones and Paris Johnson at tackle, and, you know, this will be Paris Johnson's first game at left tackle at Ohio State. Uh, it was his true position coming out of high school. That's what he was recruited at. But just given the way that things have shaken out over the last couple of years, he's only played guard for Ohio State. So this will kind of be his first outing there uh, for the Buckeyes. And then, you know, uh, uh, along the rest of the defensive line, um, you know, they'll be able to attack Ohio State. They've got Ohio State has two new starters at guard. So, I, you know, I'll, I'll be really interested to see how the offensive line kind of uh, responds to Notre Dame's uh, attacking the defensive line. Then looking at the Notre Dame's offense, I had mentioned Michael Mayer. I mean, he, he's one of the best tight ends in the country, probably alongside that. George's Brock Bowers, and, you know, those types of guys have given Ohio State some trouble uh, in the last few years. So I'll be interested to see how the linebackers and uh, how Jim Knowles' safeties will be able to uh, stop him and, you know, potentially impact that game. All right, Braden, uh, we're up against it here. I appreciate you, you know, hopping on here for the first time with us here on the radio. Uh, good stuff, and uh, uh, we'd like to invite you back on uh, the, the Locker Room Show here uh, in, in the coming weeks, okay? Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. All right. Take care and go Buckeyes. All right. All right. All right. There, Braden Moles there joining us, a great sports writer from the Buckeye Sports Bulletin in Columbus. Check it out, folks. BuckeyeSports.com. Everything you need to know about Ohio State football, basketball, anything, anything Buckeye related. I know I check that out, uh, you know, uh, once in a while and see what's going on there. So, uh, good stuff. Again, Ohio State Notre Dame kicking off tonight at 7.30 here on 95.3, 6 o'clock for the pregame show. Chris, uh, you feel that 17.5 point, uh, spread is accurate too, like Braden? Honestly, I kind of do. I'm hoping that we actually get it up to maybe 25 or 30. 
Oh. Just because I want to see them embarrass Marcus Freeman right now <laughs> with all of the talking he's been doing in the offseason. Like, the dude went to Ohio State, but has been talking about how he made the wrong choice and all that. It's like, my goodness. I, I just want them to just shut him up for a little bit and kind of just remind everyone who Ohio State football is. I mean, the last couple of years offensively, yes, we've been absolutely fantastic, but defensively it's been something to be desired. So mm-hmm. I'm really hoping that Jim Knowles can deliver on that promise. I mean, he's already hyped them up. Ryan Day was hoping for a top 10 defense, and then Knowles says, no, we're going for top five. So <laughs> I like that from Jim Knowles as a coach. We'll just have to see what the product is on the field. But, yeah, I do think that 17-point spread is pretty accurate, at least going into the ball game tonight. All right, we'll take a break here, folks. And when we come back, we're going to switch back to high school football. One of the uh, winning teams last night, the Edison Chargers. Emotional night there at Edison. Max Soviak's jersey number uh, retired last night. We'll talk to Jim Hall, who picked up the win over Western Reserve last night. That's next here on the Locker Room Show. Stick around. Bellevue Hospital extends best wishes, good health, and success to all area student-athletes. The athlete's choice to be active, play hard, keep fit, and work to be on top of their games sets a great example for all of us to make healthy choices. And the Bellevue Hospital is the right choice for all of your health care needs. Visit them online at BellevueHospital.com or follow them on Facebook. The Bellevue Hospital, quality care close to home for over 100 years. Hi, I'm Brandon Baldoff with Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. All of us at Baldoff strive to make all your floor care needs as seamless as possible. Even with all the economic issues going on with supply chain and employment retention, we have been blessed with a great staff of cleaners, installers, and office personnel who are experienced and know how to help you with any of your cleaning and flooring needs. For the best results and services, please give us a call. We will take pride in what you stand on. Visit Baldoff's.com and find us on Facebook or East Main Street in downtown Norwalk. Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. We take pride in what you stand on. Here at Smiley Automotive, we aren't all about the cliches. So with the fall seasons approaching, we aren't going to tell you that you can fall into savings at Smiley Automotive. Even though you will. We aren't going to tell you that Smiley Automotive can save you time and money. Even though you can. We aren't going to tell you that Smiley Automotive makes car buying simple. Even though we do. (laughs) Okay, maybe we do have a few cliches, but they are all true. Come see why Smiley Automotive's customers always leave our dealership with a smile on their face. Smiley Automotive, making car buying simple. Possibilities are all around us. We see potential in unexpected places. And when we share our knowledge, vision, and connections, we turn great ideas into action. Together, we can make real change happen. We're Rotary. We are people of action. Get involved today at rotary.org action. The Morning Show with Melissa and Johnny S. She's going viral on TikTok after posting five psychology tricks to make yourself the most attractive person in the room. Okay, sure. This one, walk around with wet hair. You're at a friend's house party and oh, my hair's drying. I'm just going to run into their kitchen. Just let me go in the sink and just like (laughs) dip my head in. Isn't this sexy? Look at me now. Oh, Um, my personality's drying out. I'll be right back. Every weekday morning from 6 to 10 on 95.3 WLKR. 
swung on. This is hammered to deep right field, and it is off the wall. Quan is on his way to second with a sliding double and his fifth hit of the game. It's the Guardians and the Seattle Mariners at 2.40 tomorrow afternoon. Airtime for Guardians warm-up, 2.05. This is your home for Cleveland Guardians baseball, 95.3 WLKR. Pancakes? Yeah. Sausage, too? What, what happened to your diet? You're listening to The Locker Room Show, presented by Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. On 95.3 WLKR. Uh, not sure, really. I think it got lost in the shuffle somewhere around Tuesday. <laughs> well, for God's sakes, eat a light lunch today, will you? Well, what is the point of that? You can't resurrect the diet on a Friday afternoon. It's crazy. Welcome back here, folks, to the Locker Room Show, 9.33 on this September the 3rd, talking High school football week three in Edison. A win last night at home over Western Reserve, picking up that victory 28 to 7. Game that you heard last night on our sister channel K96. Mark Lane and Randy Horde called that one last night. We'll hear from Mark coming up in the sports roundtable segment to wrap up the program. But right now with us, Edison Chargers head coach Jim Hall. Good morning, Jim. How are things going for you this morning? Oh, not too bad. Uh, you know, just starting the process over again this morning, you know, getting our film and starting to break things down and be ready for next week. Yeah, let's talk about last night's victory over Western Reserve before we break down the game. I'm sure it was kind of an emotional night for, you know, Edison Charger Nation last night uh, with Max Soviak's jersey retirement, a little ceremony before the game. Uh, kind of talk about that and just uh, what, what, what all that uh, all of that means to you, what happened last night, and then just overall, you know, Max Soviak and uh, what he meant to you. Yeah, he, uh, you know, obviously I think everybody knows the story. Uh and we, we just wanted to find some way that we could pay tribute to him and his family and, and, you know, what he's done, you know, for our country and what he's done for our, our, uh, our community. So, you know, we planned on retiring his jersey and, and wanted to wait for the right time and we didn't want to rush into it last year. So we, we made a special day of it or a special night of it, I guess. And, uh, it was great community support. I mean, the stands are full. There's a lot of people here to, to celebrate that, if you will. And, uh, you know, it was very emotional with the family and, uh, you know, we like I told somebody last night. You know, I, I'm just happy that I had a chance to, to work with Max and get to know Max, and you know the kind of person he was, and you know he was the same kind of person uh, as a football player that he was as a soldier. He was uh, he was all in. He was 100. percent He was, you know, he was tough and gave it his best. And you know, to be able to recognize him and, and do something special, I think, was great for our community. Great for great for him. Talking with uh, Jim Hall here from the Edison Chargers. Uh, let's talk about the football game last night. Uh, you know, playing Western Reserve and pretty decent fo- football team year in and year out. Uh, but you guys able to get it done. Uh, talk talk about the performance of your quarterback last night. He played pretty well, didn't he? Yeah, he, we had some uh, good balance, which you know, for us, we we don't always have that. We we always just you know, if we can get the running game going, that's what we're going to do. But last night we were able to actually strike a pretty decent balance. Uh, between the pass and the run, I think, I think Marcus was 15 of 18, maybe for 180 yards. And, uh, you know, that's pretty efficient for us. If we, if we throw it, we obviously, you, anybody who throws it wants to have a high percentage and make sure that you're moving the chains, even though you are, are moving the ball in the air. And, uh, we were able to do that, which really complements what we can do in the run game. And, 
you know, and, and credit to the kids catching the balls. We didn't have any drops. We had uh, kids making some tough catches and being able to turn them into extra yards. So, you know, again, if we can continue to, to keep that balance, I think it makes us a, a better football team. And, uh, Coach, obviously this season, Marcus getting into his first full year as the starting quarterback for the Edison Chargers. Uh, how do you think his development has been through the first three weeks of the season? Well, he, he actually got six starts last year when, when Thomas Simon, our, our quarterback, got hurt. And, uh, and, you know, he, he's, you know, he's, he's a young man that's, uh, that's been around the program forever. He's been a manager. He's been watching the things that we do and been around our coaches. And, and, you know, he was anxious for his time and his opportunity. And, and obviously he sees that. And, uh, you know, he's a great, he's a very good, very good leader. And, uh, you know, he wants that. He wants that responsibility. He wants an opportunity to go out there and compete. And, you know, uh, he's taking steps and obviously there's always things we need to correct and work on. But, uh, you know, as far as being a competitor and going out there and, and, and doing that, executing the offense, he's been he's been doing great. Edison Chargers head coach Jim Hall with us here in the locker room show. And uh, I guess maybe lost in the shuffle a little bit. Your defense last night, uh, you know, you guys uh, just giving up seven points to a, you know, a fairly good uh, Western Reserve team. Talk about how your defense played last night. Well, I, you know, like I, I, I think I mentioned when I talked to the, the paper last night, I thought we, we play well and, on the perimeter in the space, we thought that was the strength of our team where the, you know, in the secondary and on the edges, uh, and those guys did play well. The, the guys up front are getting better. You know, uh, that, you know, that, that was hard to replace. We had a lot of really, really good players last year on the, in the front of our defense across that line and having to replace those guys has been a challenge, but, you know, we're, we're working at it. The guys are working at it. And the, the result of that work is that, uh, you know, we're, we're doing a better job of trying to control the other teams run game and, our defense is uh, is flying to the football, and that's all you can ask me to do. Uh, now, Coach, as we reset the clock and get things ready for uh, the upcoming week, of course, you got that big matchup with Bellevue. Walk us through that uh, and your thoughts uh, uh, early on this Saturday morning. Well, it's obviously you know Bellevue is a is a heck of a program. Ed's a you know runs a great program, is a great coach, and uh, it's going to be a heck of a challenge for us. Uh, I haven't had, a, had an opportunity to watch much film yet on them. I've kind of been focused on wrapping up our game with Western this morning. So, um, you know, it, it's it's going to be a challenge. We know that. Uh, it's going to be a big game just because, you know, uh, computer points and, and, you know, bragging rights and so forth. Uh, but, you know, our kids are going to compete. And that's uh, if we go out there and we compete, control what we can control, I, I think we'll give ourselves a shot. All right, Jim, I appreciate you giving us a few minutes here this morning. Always good to talk to you, and uh, we'll, we'll chat uh, here, uh, you know, coming up in, the few, in a few weeks or so, and uh, best of luck to you and your team uh, against Bellevue, okay? All right, thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, real quick. Sure. i gotta give, I got to give a shout-out to my dad. Today's his 80th birthday. Ah, but what's his and name? He is Jim Hall. He's Jim Hall senior <laughs> happy birthday yeah. jim hall senior from the locker room show for sure <laughs> thanks jim appreciate it thank you yep bye-bye bye jim hall there wishing his dad jim hall senior happy birthday today for sure very cool there i know it's also uh, my mother-in-law's birthday today well there you go uh happy birthday to carol i know she's not listening but uh eh, that's okay. she's not a big sports person so <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow happy birthday to her as well uh let's talk about uh some more scores from last night while we got a few minutes uh norwalk a rough one at Olmstead falls falling 49 to 6 uh fremont ross winning at sandusky 42 21 we mentioned bellevue win at shelby 24 to 9 
How about uh, Jalen Santoro's Perkins Pirates? 49 nothing at Port Clinton last night. A win. 3-0 and for the Pirates there. He's doing an excellent job there. Absolutely. One of the other young coaches in this area and, of course, has those Bellevue ties being with that program. He's really taking that mentality up there with him to Perkins. And uh, you can see the results. They're starting to show. And, my goodness, he, he's setting up for some really nice SBC matchups uh, going into conference play with that 3-0 and record and a very good-looking Perkins Pirates team. Also last night, Norway a win at Clyde, 23-13. How about Tiffin Columbian, 64-28, winners over River Valley. Uh, Huron uh, win at Genoa last night. They're 3-0, and the Tigers, 55-49, the final in that one last night. How about Willard? They're 2-1. and Willard a win at Seneca East last night, uh, 35-24. It's also Oak Harbor defeating Rossford, 55-34. Firelands over Vermillion, 42 to 12. Plymouth in overtime. I'd like to take credit for it, but I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Plymouth, a win at Wellington, 50 to 42 in OT last night. Also, uh, Lowellville at South Central, 49-15. Uh, South Central falls in that one. Mapleton, look out for that Mapleton Mounties team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put up 59 last night at Ritman, 59-19. Mapleton, the victors, and Crestview, of course, you got to watch out for them, too. They were winners at home against Highland, 37-17. And the Cleveland Guardians, they did score last night. Uh, first run in two games, three, one run in their last three games. They fell to Seattle, 6-1. to uh, Just quick quick thoughts on that, uh, what's going on. Uh, still in first place. For now. Minnesota lost to the White Sox last night. Uh in the ninth, the White Sox with a walk-off, but the White Sox now just three back. Yeah, Guardians uh, need to figure some things out. Uh, of course, we're getting uh, to the point where we're just about through that toughest part of the schedule. Got to wrap up this series with Seattle, and then uh, things get a little bit easier from there. Wrap up the season with six straight against Kansas City, but... Uh, it's just been rough. I know Plesak is injured. Savali went back on the IL last night. We're going to have some young pitchers coming back up with those September call-ups yeah. as well. So things could get a little bit dicey going into September here for the Guardians. But you know what? Uh, Terry Francona, uh, I believe he'll be able to get them in a position to at least compete in a lot of these games. I mean, uh, last night with Seattle, obviously that's a good Mariners team of really good pitching. Uh, Julio Rodriguez is just a monster <laughs> out there in the outfield, but... I, I don't know. Something's got to give here soon, but I'm just hoping that this isn't the start of a late-season collapse for a team as young as the Guardians are. You kind of have this feeling that that might have been a possibility yeah. over yeah. the last few weeks especially, but just got to be able to get right, get back on the right path, and uh, hopefully they'll be able to do that after this weekend, maybe take a couple against Seattle. That would be nice if we can split this series against the Mariners. It would be very nice. Uh, our next broadcast of Guardians Baseball will come your way tomorrow. The Guardians at home against Seattle, 240 for the first pitch tomorrow from Progressive Field. Also, uh, folks, of course, Ohio State-Notre Dame tonight uh, takes over for the Guardians game at 6 o'clock pregame, 730 for uh the kickoff tonight. But anyhow, uh, let's also talk while we got a minute or two about the Cavaliers. Yes. Wow. Where did that come from? Donovan Mitchell. I honestly don't know. I had heard that it might have been a possibility that they were looking at it. 
Um, but honestly, at the time, I thought that it was just Danny Ainge over in Utah just leaking that to try to get the Knicks to offer a little yeah. bit more. Uh, they were the main ones talking to them uh, prior to like the last week or so. <laughs> then all of a sudden, here comes Kobe Altman. <laughs> can't can't forget about him in Cleveland. My goodness, but. Wow, I got that notification on my phone right as the, I was getting ready to go on the air, and I just, <laughs> I, I just was so ecstatic about that trade. I mean, Donovan Mitchell, a top 17 player in the NBA, uh, one of the best shooters from the outside, and now uh, he gets to a situation where he has a little more help around him. He was kind of a, uh, I, I don't want to say inefficient, but he wasn't the most efficient player. Uh, with Utah, had to deal with Ruby Gobert and his drama a lot with yeah, everything yeah. going on there. But now he goes to a situation where he's got a lot of help and a lot of young help. I mean, he's now probably going to be the oldest starter uh, for the Cavs this year at just 25 years old. Got Darius Garland, Evan Mobley should have been Rookie of the Year, of course, and Jared Allen. My goodness, this Cavaliers team is going to be very interesting. And honestly, I think on paper... That trade makes them one of the top two or three teams in the Eastern Conference. I was going to say, they just uh, went all in for the Eastern Conference, uh, for sure. Uh, and, and I was just thinking about who they got to bring off the bench. Yeah. It's crazy good. Yeah, still got Kevin Love, uh, Jetty Osmond, of course. Uh, might see Karis LeVert come off the bench, yeah. uh, depending on who they end up uh, putting at the three uh, with uh, the rest of those starters that I mentioned. And uh, then you can't forget, Ricky Rubio is back. That's right. Once he's healthy and ready to go, we saw what he can do with that Cavaliers team last season before he got injured. If he can get back to being that player again and be that third guard with uh, Mitchell and uh, Garland uh, ahead of him, watch out. I know. So we will uh, talk to Tim Alcorn in the coming weeks, maybe even next week, uh, to, to talk about that trade and everything going on with the Cavs as a uh, training camp it just is almost ready to get underway right here in September. Yeah, just around the corner, a couple of weeks away, we'll be uh, starting up the conversations with uh, myself and Tim Alcorn here in the next few weeks as well as training camp gets started. And I'll tell you what, the other thing with that trade, I just love how Cleveland fans are just letting social media have it. When it comes to people just making fun of the city of Cleveland oh, and I defending know. the city, like... These Cavaliers fans are just being absolutely savage whenever anyone ch talks any kind of smack about Cleveland right now, and I absolutely love it. <laughs> All right, folks, we'll go ahead and take another break here. When we come back, it's time for Mark Lane and the Sports Roundtable. Uh-oh. Yes, uh-oh, indeed. <laughs> we'll also have our Domino's Sports Trivia question coming up, your chance to win a free Domino's pizza. On the way here on The Locker Room Show. Hang around. Kind, caring, innovative. These are just a few of the words that our patients use to describe their experience at Fisher Titus Medical Center. Every day, our staff strives to treat each of our patients as if they were one of our own, like Fisher Titus family. At Fisher Titus, we're proud to offer our community a wide range of services, from pediatrics to senior care, ensuring you get the right care right here in your own community. We are here for you. We are Fisher Titus Medical Center. To find a location near you, visit FisherTitus.org. Simple and free, if only everything in life were this easy. 
Well, at Firelands Federal Credit Union, your banking can be simple and free with their Simply Free checking account. No minimum balance, no monthly service charge, free debit card, free online banking, free bill pay, and free mobile banking with mobile deposit. It's Simply Free Checking from Firelands Federal Credit Union. Visit firelandsfcu.org for more details. Firelands Federal Credit Union, why just bank when you can belong? In this ever-changing world, there's one thing you can depend on. A great deal from Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Their used car inventory is always changing, too, with a great selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Schaefer Danhoff has easy financing options for just about any credit situation. Visit SchaeferDanhoff.com and use their Customize Your Deal tool and calculate a payment in four easy steps. That's Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Route 224 in Willard, the easiest place to buy a vehicle from start to finish. The Afternoon Drive with the Captain, Chris Morgan. Be sure to tune in for your Tuesday show starting at 3 p.m. and going until 7.30 as we get you over that case of the Mondays and ready for the rest of the work week. We'll also be prepping for more Cleveland Guardians baseball on the road against Kansas City. We'll have a game of music trivia going on before then around 3.40 with plenty of music and more on your Tuesday Afternoon Drive. Weekdays from 3 to 8 on 95.3 WLKR. Whether you walk or run for fitness, fun, or necessity, I encourage all pedestrians to be alert, be visible, be safe. This is Trooper Cindy Wilt of the Ohio State Highway Patrol's Milan Post. Staying alert and following Ohio's traffic safety laws at all times may help save you from serious injury or even death. You should always wear bright colors and reflectors. And don't forget to carry flashlights during evening and early morning hours. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. He's a man. Welcome back to the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. It's time for the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Lane, with the Sports Roundtable. Mark joins Josh to talk all things sports, including high school athletics, the Tribe, the Blue Jackets, the Browns, and Buckeyes, as well as what he is grilling for dinner. The Sports Roundtable and the Locker Room Show begins now. Everybody's favorite theme song right there, a real man's man. Mark Lane joining us here, of course. Sports Roundtable action here on the Locker Room Show. It's 9.51. Coming up, your Domino's trivia question. We'll, we'll get to that. Uh, I, I got to think of one. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Mark, uh, good morning. How's it going today? Well, good, good morning, uh, Josh and Chris. I had to chuckle uh, when, when Chris was, was talking. You were talking about the Cavs. Uh, Charles Barkley agrees with uh, Chris that uh, that the Cavs uh, 
you know, could be one of the top three teams in the East now with, with the talent. And he also said that he said the Knicks didn't drop the ball on that trade. They dropped a busload of balls on that trade <laughs> because the Knicks have no all-star in a premier, you know, city establishment there, and the Cavs have multiple all-stars. We could have four this year. I know. Yes. Crazy. Uh, Mark, let's talk some high school football here for a minute. Uh, of course, uh, you were over at uh, Charger Stadium last night, Edison taking on Western Reserve, and... Uh, What's your your take on that game? We heard from Coach Hall. Uh, what's your take on it? Well, of course, you know the, the the atmosphere you talked about. You know, it was it was Max Soviak night, and you know that was just fantastic. But you know, it started out right because the Edison Chargers won the toss, took the football, and then they proceeded to drive down the field and score on the opening drive. To take an early uh, seven seven to nothing lead, and and uh, they they stopped Western and their second possession they scored again. They they jumped out quickly to you know that two touchdown lead, and, and you know that that makes it tough when when you're in one of those knock 'em rock 'em sock 'em ball games to fall down by a couple of scores early. Go ahead, Chris. Got any? No, I'll no. go. Okay. <laughs> I thought I did, but I guess not. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what other uh, games last night, Mark, uh, kind of jumped uh, off the scoreboard sheet at you? Your thoughts on a few other games? Well, I, I, I you know, you were talking about uh, Coach Jalen Santoro, who was, you know, took the uh, Bellevue Redmond to a state championship game, and uh, he has just done a great job at Perkins, of course. You know, there was a little revenge factor over there, too, because the last two years, Perkins was knocked out of the playoffs by the Port Clinton Redskins. But in either case, uh, Perkins is doing it, and they're doing it with some younger players. Uh, they've, they've got some, you know, sophomores that are really stepping up to the plate. And uh, right now, uh, you know, football looks pretty exciting, you know, between them and the Huron Tigers. And then, of course, Ed would not say it, but... Uh, you brought up the fact Shelby and Bellevue pretty much were the Northern Ohio League when it came to football. And to beat Shelby in their first ever game at the new field, uh, I, I know he's smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, my goodness. Uh, all right, Mark, let's talk Ohio State football tonight. Obviously, you got Notre Dame coming to town, top five matchup. What do you got with that tonight? I, you know, I like to think that with the offensive tools that we're going to score a lot of points. And the big question is our defense. And if our defense is as good as it looked in the spring and with our new defensive coordinator, that's what the Buckeyes have been lacking the last couple of years. They've been a premier team, but their Achilles heel was always their defense. And if they have that short up, Boy, I'll tell you what, uh, you know, watch out world. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, Ohio State again, Notre Dame tonight, 7.30 kickoff. Uh, uh, Mark, uh, uh, I know you're a big uh, Cleveland baseball fan, too. Uh, we were just talking about it a few minutes ago. Uh, let, let's hope that this isn't, uh, you know, the you know the uh, surprise season from the Guardians. Hopefully uh stays intact and we have, uh, you know, a September uh, pennant race for sure. 
Yeah, well, I know going into, I think going into last night's game, the Tribe hadn't scored in like 21 innings. Yeah. And, you know, you, you, when, when you're getting into crunch time, you uh, can't do that. Now, they, they've been fortunate enough that, uh, you know, Minnesota has, has tripped a few times, but, uh, you know, you look and, you know, everybody thought that, uh, that they would have, you know, at least a split against Baltimore this, this past, you know, weekend. And, uh, that didn't work out. And, and now, you know, with, with Seattle, they've really got to try to regroup here and try to at least get a, you know, get, get the split in this series. For sure. Uh, talk with Mark Lane, Sports Roundtable. Mark, of course, Labor Day weekend. Uh, lots going on. New London holding their Firelands uh, Labor Day Festival. Uh, Milan the Melon Festival. What's, uh, is there a Mark Lane Festival? <laughs> there should be. <laughs> uh, well, well, what, what we, are you going to be doing? You know, we, we specialize in, in burning animal fat out here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Burning Animal Fat Festival. How about that? I like oh, it. Love, 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 love the smell of 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 uh, meat on the grill that's that's for sure but hey you know got to try to get some cantaloupe ice cream this weekend oh yeah with the melon festival going on and uh and of course that the, the festival down in new london so you got uh, plus we've got uh, you know buckeyes football that's kind of set aside there's <laughs> there's going to be the food and relaxation involved this evening as far as buckeye football goes <laughs> oh yeah and uh, don't forget folks we got live broadcasts coming up today uh, one from the melon festival here on wlkr from 10 to noon our own johnny s going to be there broadcasting live from 10 to noon and then i'll be over on k96 uh from uh, noon to two uh, from the new london festival so where they told me i get uh pizza and wings and I'm just already. So now we know why you ended up taking that. Yes. Well, well, that's why I'm going to be listening this afternoon <laughs> to, to, you know, to find out how, how, how the food is down there. <laughs> you know that's going to be the paramount of the discussion. It will, it will be. <laughs> Forget the event. It's all about the food. It's about the food and the pizza house for no, sure. No matter, no matter what the sport, we got to know how the food is. That's intertwined with the sport. Ain't that the like, truth? You know, how good are the hot dogs at the stadium? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark, uh, we'll go ahead and let you go here. Uh, th- again, thanks for, uh, you know, being here with us on the program and uh, have a great Labor Day weekend and we'll uh, catch up with you next Saturday, okay? You know, sometimes we just have way too much fun. But- have a great weekend, both <laughs> you and Chris, and, oh. and we'll do it again next Friday night. <laughs> All right, sounds good, Mark. All right, Mark Lane there, Sports Roundtable. Now your Domino's trivia question, uh, sports trivia. Of course, Ohio State opening up the season tonight at home against Notre Dame. How about last season? Where, where, who did they open the season with? Uh, I'll give you a hint. Thursday, it was a Thursday night. It was on the road, and I'll even give you a bigger hint. It was a Big Ten team. That they opened the season with last year on the road. Oh, I think I remember now. So there you go. Uh, if you know the answer to that, folks, you'll win yourself a free Domino's pizza. And those the numbers to call: Norwalk four one nine six six three four nine five three, Sandusky four one nine six zero nine four nine five three, toll free eight six 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 three four nine five three. Looks like we do have a caller here. You are live on the air in the locker room show. You have an answer. Uh, yeah, was it Indiana? Ah, no, it was not. Thanks for trying. All right, uh, ruled that one out. See if anybody else. It's 10 o'clock, folks, so if you have uh, an answer uh, to that question. Oh, one more. We'll take one more before we get out of here. 
Uh, do you have an answer? You're on the locker room show. Hi, good morning. This is Ken from Willard. Yes, Ken. How you doing? Good. Was it Minnesota? Yes, yes. Uh, you are our, you are the winner, and uh, stay on the line. We'll get right to you, okay? Thank you. Yep, Ken from Willard there knew the answer was Minnesota on the road. It was a 45-31 win for Ohio State to open up the season last year. So. Yeah, that was the game where Minnesota was uh, hanging with us for about two and a half quarters, and then their star running back, Muhammad Ibrahim, went down with the injury, That's and right. that was all she wrote. That was it. All right, I want to thank all of our guests here today. Mark Lane, of course, Jim Hall from Edison, Braden Moles from the Buckeye Sports Bulletin, Ed Nassani from Bellevue football and chris thanks for uh, filling the seat today oh yes always a fun time always again johnny s from the milan melon festival coming up from 10 to noon over on k96 new london uh, labor day festival i'll be over there uh from noon to two so everybody uh, god bless you have a great labor day weekend be safe and be smart but go bucks and go bucks Go guards, too, as as well. We'll see you back here next week on the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. And that'll do it for this week's Locker Room Show. Brought to you by Schaefer Dan Huff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Norwalk and Huron Heating and Air, Firelands Federal Credit Union, Smiley Automotive, Bellevue Hospital, Baldiff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering, Domino's Pizza, and Westside Sunoco. On 95.3 WLKR, the sports voice of the Firelands. Here we go. Thanks for flying with us. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks now. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.